check me check and I'm riding dirty. That's right, riding uh, dirty. Oh yeah, Frank, Ooh. you must have heard the uh, the news in Chicago, riding dirty. Is that what people are doing these days in the Shy Town? They're riding dirty. Uh, you, you didn't hear how we're tackling the you know the, the true problems facing the city of the dirty riders. Forget about the four the forty percent vacancy in these uh, commercial places. <laughs> no real problem in Chicago. They're gonna, they're they're looking into banning all right turns on red. Uh, okay, nice. <laughs> this is perfect. We're tackling the real issues, man. I don't know if you've been to most of the city, but people aren't even stopping at red. <laughs> like, people are going straight. They're turning left on red. You think you're going to be able to enforce right on red? Yeah, man. We need to start letting more left turns go on, dude. Come on. They're, we're restricting too much turnage in the cities. I think, I think red light should be treated more like a yield sign. Yes, I have been a proponent of the, if there's nobody around, I should be able to look both ways and go my way. You trust me enough to drive this... You know, piece of steel. Yeah, man. I should. I, I clearly should. I should have the autonomy to make the decision whether it's safe or not to go. Totally agree, and I should be able to ride dirty as much as I want. Uh, I'm all about riding. <laughs> Emma and I were uh, hanging in the yard yesterday. Beautiful day, even though we are on day five of just the most extreme chemtrailing I've ever seen. Uh, the sun has been peeking through. They can't do anything about the. El Nino that we are experiencing. We're getting, you know, unseasonably warm weather blowing through from the Pacific there. And it's just been gorgeous out. So we were hanging out, drinking some beers, listening to some tunes. Riding Dirty came on and we were laughing so hard. Just the, the song itself is absolutely hilarious. The lyrics, the, the music video, everything uh, over the top. And then... What I couldn't get past is, uh, I guessed probably uh, like a hundred different hip-hop artists of that era as far as who was the Riding Dirty uh, fella. Uh, could you guess who the Riding Dirty man is? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like Nas or some shit? I went I through know. 50 Cent. And, no, um, it's got to be like a Nas X or something like that. I really thought it was the guys who did the Gator Boots and Gucci Suits song. No. Uh, yeah, the big timers. I was almost, I was hanging no. on the big timers. So I, I never heard of this young fella. Uh, apparently this may have been his one big hit, I can, I can only assume. Chamillionaire. That's right. <laughs> Chamillionaire. <laughs> <laughs> From the album The Sound of Revenge. Chamillionaire. I couldn't get over this. It's like 24 hours later, I'm still obsessed with it. Chamillionaire. Chamillionaire. I, <clears throat> I wonder if he ever made it. Yeah, he didn't make it. It's incredible. Well, yeah. <laughs> Never to Chamillion? I don't know. I don't know if he ever made uh, that first Chamillion, let alone two Chamillions. Uh... <laughs> How many Chamillions do you need to be a Chamillionaire? Just one? All I know is in order to run for governor and then potentially president, you the only criteria really is that you are like a gajillionaire. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh maybe, maybe he's running for president. Yes. Yeah, I think about that. A chagillionaire. <laughs> Cha. <laughs> so oh, man. Yeah, chamillionaire. Well, he was... 
At least he had that we one hit. I know we yeah. all did. We all did for sure. Well, it's we're uh, we're here at the end of the weekend. Happy Sunday. We made it, man. I can't even believe it. Like I said, I thought we were going to be in the throes of a cold, dead winter here in Colorado, but it's been in the 70s. Uh, sunshine between the breaks of the chemtrail clouds, and, you know, we're having a good time here. How, how are the things in the Chi-Town? You know, we were supposed to have all this extreme weather where, you know, there was nothing we could do. We were suffocated by the extremeness of it and all the death, and this has been one of the quietest, simplest, most laid-back weather years ever. Yeah, really, like, not a lot of hurricanes. They really tried to push that one hurricane, man. But then they, they even <laughs> tried to remember that hurricane, remember that hurricane, which, come on, that they uh, acclaimed happened in California that nobody living in California felt or saw. Yeah, nobody saw it happen, but then we all pretended like Acapulco didn't get totally wiped out by a Category 5 hurricane like a week ago. Who? Exactly. <laughs> I've never, never heard of him. Was it Acapulco? Who, who was it? It was some... One of those uh, coastal towns that are in Mexico there. I can only assume Oprah Winfrey and The Rock are gathering resources as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. To, uh, you know, put down and lay out their new homes down in uh, Mexico. That's what all the elites are doing these days. Uh, I saw this thing about Jeff Bezos. Are, Are you following the Jeff Bezos news? Uh, I haven't heard anything about Jeff Bezos. No, is he? Did he die? Did he have a heart attack from the vaccine? It's funny, you know. That's how you know he's probably up to no good because we're never hearing anything about him. The quiet ones are always the ones, you know, doing creepy things in the background. Yeah, no, you don't hear anything about him, and then you just see a helicopter dump a million mosquitoes. You're like, yes. wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Bill Gates and his malaria mosquitoes. And you own my fries? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, man, they're dumping all sorts of stuff into the atmosphere, I tell you what. But uh, Bezos pulled a fancy move recently, and it caught my attention. And the news played it in like this kind of warm, fuzzy kind of way. I really enjoy how the, the people over at the, what is it, CNBC, the one where they do the money. You know, Jim Kramer's on that uh, whole MSNBC. channel. MSNBC. No, C- no, 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 yeah, uh, the business. C- yeah, CNBC. Okay, yeah. CNBC, yeah. So they give a realistic take on Bezos. He is leaving Seattle, right? And I can only imagine he's just grown tired of all the joy he experiences walking through Chaz. Uh, <laughs> everybody you know, loves Chaz. It's just a tourist attract- attraction. He doesn't, li- he doesn't like giving half of his pay to the city? Well, you, you're psycho, bro. You must have seen this. Uh, I think what's literally happening here is your woke policies are not only inviting all the homeless and all the crime, but you're telling all the major players who are basically what made the city profitable in the first place, you're telling them to go take a hike. Because you're against millionaires, I guess? That's the whole deal now? We live in a capitalist society? Billionaires. We moved up to billionaires once Bernie Sanders became a millionaire. That's right. We we are all for the millionaires. It's the billionaires we got to take out. (laughs) Now I got it. A million dollars isn't really much nowadays. It's the Bernie rule. Bernie's out there right now. I saw some shit floating around on on X, formerly known as Twitter. That like he's kind of like trading barbs with uh, the crew or the the group or the pack or what are they called the the squad the squad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so stupid. The Rat Pack. Uh, so he. <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, that's that rings true on many levels. Give this guy a, a Pulitzer. <laughs> so yeah, did you see that? He's kind of like. You know, not saying it, but saying it, how Talib and company need to basically shut their trap and stop supporting Palestine because, well, you know, Bernie, I don't think it's a big secret. He's kind of one of the, uh, he's on the team Jew, if you know what I'm saying. No. <laughs> he's a Jew. Shocking, I know. I, I well, think- dude, that, it kind of goes against, so he was a Democrat because it's like, that's why he stood during the uh, civil rights movement, because he was, they were the Jews. They were persecuted, just like the blacks. That's why he was on the, the bridge and everything, you know? He's, that's why he stood with them. Not anymore, man. He's a villain. He's anti-Talib. Right? Yeah, I, which I, I... This is the problem with your guys' whole ideology. What the fuck is Talib? Is she technically a black? Is she... T- she, right? Come, I, who, I'm, this is not for me. I'm not the racist here. I'm trying to follow your rules. Is she the one where, who married the brother, or is that the where, other weirdo? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, where are we classified? Is this now a black versus Jew situation? I, who am I supposed to back in Tlaib versus Bernie Sanders? I've been saying this from day one since the beginning of October. The big winners in this whole thing are the Christians. We don't have to say anything. We just stand back and watch everybody uh, fight it out. Uh, we're pulling in America during World War II. You stand back, let them kill each other for a while, and then jump in at the end. Support the win winner. The war. Yes. <laughs> Toss in a little Operation Paperclip, sneak away some of the top scientists and military generals, and bring them onto our side. Yeah, man. I think that's we what literally we're waited till both sides needed us, and then we got to pick who our friends were going to be. Oh, it's a great, great move. Yeah, it's weird we chose to side with the communists, right? Or no, the fascists were the fascists. Did I get it right? Depends how you look at it. (laughs) We sided with the communists to fight the fascists. I'm pretty sure that's the basic rundown for World War II. Yeah. Well, yeah, because... Look where we're at now, man. We're kind of a bunch of communists. So, do you ever you ever watch those like man on the the street campus things? Where I love man so, on the street. Yeah, huge fan of any of those. So, so many of these college kids they come out, and I do. I have talked to them myself. I remember when I used to be a trainer at Roto Rooter. Oh yeah, it was disgusting, man. They would argue <laughs> with you about communism, as in and, they and like like support mar- it? And Marxism. Oh yeah, no, no, like as in we should do, if as in we could do it right. We have the resources. And the ability to do it right. Oh, God, it's so stupid. It's sad. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's it's quite sad. Absolutely. It's so stupid. What did that one guy say? There's some ideas. So so stupid. Only the educated could believe it. Yeah, that's right. Like COVID or wokeism or critical race theory. There's a whole list, actually. You just have to be smart enough to believe it's idiocy. Uh, well, speaking of the woke eating itself and their idealisms ruining everything, Jeff Bezos has announced he is moving to the place that all the elites move to or open up beachside fronts. He's going to live next door to Obama, the Pelosi's. We're talking Florida. Jeff Bezos says he's leaving his hometown to be closer to family, but there might be another reason. Another big reason why he's doing that as well. Robert Frank's here to explain. Robert. 
Good morning, David. Jeff Bezos posting on Instagram last night that he's leaving Seattle after nearly 30 years. He's going to move to Miami to be closer to his parents and his rocket launches over there in Cape Canaveral. But he's also going to save a fortune in taxes. Last year, Washington <laughs> State passed a new tax on capital gains. Long-term capital gains there are now taxed at 7%. In 2021, Bezos sold $10 billion of Amazon stock, so he would have owed $700 million in state taxes. He hasn't sold a single... That is so much... God, that's so much money. That is so much money that he decided to just move. That's how bad your policies are. Are you... Are you kidding me, man? Wow. I was literally, before they said that, I was literally going to say... I guarantee you, after he like, it's gonna take like ninety days or whatever. After he moves to Florida, he's gonna sell a bunch of stock. That has to be what this is all about. Yes. You, you can't seven hundred million dollars. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it doesn't even come with a blowjob. Get the fuck out of here. No, he's gonna go buy one in Florida for half the price. Here he is. <laughs> Amazon. Since that tax took effect last year, Washington lawmakers have also tried twice to pass a wealth tax that would impose a 1% tax on all financial assets. So Bezos would owe one. You're telling all entrepreneurs to go fuck themselves and leave Seattle. You realize that, right? Why would anyone come here to, why, why would anybody in their right mind start a business in Washington now? Oh, you worked really hard and struggled and you lived and you know what I mean? And, uh, fuck you. Give me all your money so I could give it to this piece of shit. Yes. who doesn't ever want to work. He's finding himself, Frank. Have you been to Chaz? It's beautiful. There's rapes <laughs> daily. I love Chaz, dude. I'll never forget Chaz. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. The guy who's raping you feels really bad about it. He's empathetic. Well, just feel very positive about yourself as you're being raped. This person is a minority. We're being very inclusive with <laughs> Chaz. See? Everybody's involved. And he raped you even though you were a larger woman. See? Equality. Oh, my God. Full body shame. Yes, dude. <laughs> Chaz, never forget. That's why, you know, yes, the taxes, number one. Number two, I'm sure Bezos just took a look around Seattle and said, this is not getting any better. It's time to go. You know, well, you hear some of these guys talking, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and they, when, they're not, when they don't know they're being recorded, and a lot of them have said, you can't hire people in these cities either. Like, it, we laugh about how everybody left and it's nothing but homeless, but there's no employees. Well, you it's know what I mean? not just that. Think of the people who are left who want to be employed. These are people who frequently call out sick. They accuse their employers of racism, not being inclusive, being biased, not using the right pronouns. Uh, you got to deal with people with face tattoos and bizarre piercings and blue and pink mohawks and just maybe just maybe it'd be a little bit easier to open up a business somewhere in like texas where you just got like normal people hanging around you know it's just i think that's we have what's old-fashioned values like, yes <laughs> like show up to work every day do do a good job earn your pay yeah not complain or i don't know look seattle in my mind is where all these hilarious attempts by Starbucks employees have gone down where they try to unionize and stick it to the man. <laughs> I was like, no, you serve coffee, dude. They'll just replace you with another idiot or a robot in like five years. Yeah, it's not supposed to be a career. You know why? Because it's really cool now, bro, that you have those shitty tattoos and a hair bun. But 
when you're 59, <laughs> three years away from your pension as a fucking barista? How cool is that going to be? And still you know? with the with the man bun, that's the worst part. You know, hiding <laughs> the bald spot. Oh, maybe I should do the man bun. I think you should. I personally love the skullet. I think the skullet is one of the <laughs> hippest looks. So scuzzy. Now, you don't mess with a dude rocking the skullet, man. That guy uh, can be capable of all sorts of weird, twisted stuff, man. Oh, you don't mess with him because he's carrying disease. That's Yeah, he probably has yeah. syphilis, and then he's also <laughs> one of those guys who has the switchblade in his sock, you know? Oh, and it's been on the rusty rain barrel. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he's messed with Corn Pop one, one two times. <laughs> oh, he knows Corn Pop. <laughs> All right, so this clip is great. There's like a few more seconds of it, but they're going to describe Bezos' move to Florida. $1.6 billion a year if that were to pass. Instead, he can use all that money to build his new beachfront estate in Miami. He bought two properties on Indian Creek for over $140 million. Brokers say he's likely <laughs> going to tear down those existing mansions, build a new one. His new neighbors include Tom Brady, Carl Icahn, Jared Kushner, and Ivanka Trump. Oh, yeah, man. Just tell us where your pol- politics align, sir. We know. Thank you. Wow. Bezos just outed himself. He's a Republican. And here's the saddest part when you really look at that story. Uh, not only did you guys lose this guy, Think about all the jobs you just lost. Tearing down two mansions, building a new mansion. That's you know incredible. I mean? And then the people that are going to staff that new mansion. You, know, you guys just lost out on so much revenue. Because not only is it jobs, but I mean, you're taxing those workers, you know? Oh, incredible. Dude, it's fantastic. I love oh. the idea that Bezos is like, screw you and your $700 million tax, and I'm going to go take that $700 million, spend half of it on two mansions in Florida, <laughs> I'm going to demolish them, build a super mansion, and still save the $700 i am He's probably going to save more money, right? And I'm going to be surrounded by Trumps, you know? Yeah, which and is kind of weird. Well, I uh, I don't know. I mean, I just got distracted by Jared Kushner and Ivanka. I couldn't believe that because uh, that's hilarious. Bezos yeah. owns the Washington Post. Mm. People seem to forget that. It's kind of huh. crazy. Right? Maybe he did it to spy on him. It's funny that uh, he owns the Post. Nobody talks about it or cares. But then everybody lost their minds when Elon Musk took Twitter. Well, yeah, because nobody watches the post or nobody reads the post. Yeah, no, nobody gets real Twitter. news from the post. That's right. We know it's biased bullshit, so uh, everybody ignores it, right? No, and then the best part was the best part about his Twitter buy was they were so up in arms about it, right? And oh, yeah. then their whole thing is that well, it doesn't even matter because nobody even uses Twitter. Right. You can't have it both ways. You can't be afraid of the disinformation. But also, nobody uses it anyway. Oh, man, they, they went and created threads. Don't you remember threads? Everybody's on threads now. <laughs> We're dropping threads, baby. Did you read that thread by that one guy? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I forgot about threads. Everybody did. Nobody signed up for threads. Nobody, man. Bezos, man, that's a smart billionaire, dude. He just he cashed in his chips. He's living the life. Got a young girlfriend. Yeah, he's doing it right, yeah. for sure.
And he's doing the same thing as Musk and everybody else. He's trying desperately to fly off this planet as fast as possible. He <laughs> He's putting all his resources and money into building a gigantic ship and getting out of here. I think everybody should pay attention to that. You know, this is I don't incredible. like it, man. You guys are the ones that ruined it. You got to stay here. You, yeah. uh, you must die with the ship, right? I think we all have to uh, ride this thing through the ups and the downs. And that includes yeah. Bezos and Musk. I'm sure their plan really is to just have some sort of space ship, like a mothership floating around Earth while we all destroy each other. And then they come back uh, down and put the pieces together. Yeah, I always feel like it's going to end up like a Twilight Zone thing where, like, the world ends, yeah, you survive, but then you look around and you're just you and Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I would spend the rest of eternity right. with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> sounds, sounds horrible, actually. Any of them. I don't want to be around Gates, <laughs> of, Bezos. Just the most egomaniacs. Yeah, like. <laughs> disgusting humans, dude. I want nothing to do with these creatures. Like you're gonna be looking at Nancy Pelosi's eighty-year-old tits all the time. You know, like yeah, that doesn't sound know. good. And you're gonna be their servant, by the way. If you, if the elite on some, you know, save you, it's because you're gonna work for them in a worse situation. Oh yeah, if I'm there, it's to plunge toilets. That yeah, is. and their toilets. I mean, after all that adrenochrome, who knows what kind of shits they're dropping, man? It's probably Oof. disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, you ever seen you ever seen the porta potty after MREs? Oh man! Whoa. You ever seen Bill De Blasio eat a cheeseburger? Oh <laughs> god, it's horrifying, man. <laughs> oh, it's better than Ozempic. I've been on a diet ever since. Uh, well, that's that's why you don't want to. Actually, maybe that's why you do want to be the plumber in the elite world. They're all on Ozempic. They got the paralyzed intestines. No one's shitting ever. Oh, maybe that's why they're doing it to prepare their bodies. For the long journey to the next planet. Wow, and you just inject yourself with Soylent Green and go on your way. It just sits in your stomach for six months. Wow. (laughs) And you're just catatonic, staring at your children? That's right. Amy Schumer, never forget, man. (laughs) Not not only will we land on Mars, I'm going to be ten pounds lighter. Oh, man. Well, if uh, if we seem a little sleepy and a little out of it today, folks, it's because, uh, number one, like I said, we're day five of this chemtrail assault here in Colorado. Absolute uh, anarchy. They they are just destroying us with all the uh, silver and metals in the atmosphere. But outside of that, uh, we have embarked on a yet another journey through time. And when I say that, I mean we are going back in time once again. I thought it was over. You thought it was over. We celebrated it being over. But I remember we played a clip. We played a, a noise off the soundboard. It was great. It was over. What, Frank, what happened? Just like all things with the Build Back Better and the Bidenomics and anything to do with Biden administration, we were promised pizza every day, people. We were even <laughs> promised Taco Tuesday and Taco Thursday. Free soda. And cookies for dessert. But no, we got nothing. And just like with the ending of Daylight Saving Time, we're back at it. We are heading into a weekend that always ignites a great sleep debate. Most of the country will get an extra hour of sleep when the clocks fall back. But of course, the end of Daylight Saving Time is very divisive. And people who love it 
There's people who hate it. NBC's Tom Costello is on the story for us. So, Tom, first of all, I thought Congress was, was supposed to do away with this. We all did. We all did. Uh, It never made its way to a full vote in the Congress. And so it's gone nowhere. The bottom line is Congress has not settled this debate. Bottom line is you and I are going to have to, and most of the country will, in fact, turn our clocks back an hour at 2 a.m. And these are the people we relied on during a health emergency. (laughs) They can't even even fix daylight savings. It's been three years. Exactly, man. Yeah. They okay. just, no, I love this. We can't even agree. This is how stupidly divided we mm. are. We're going to bring, pol- I'm sure at some point MAGA is involved in this. Arizona, by the way, uh, and also uh, Hawaii, the two states that remain on standard time. So again, most of us falling back an hour. Spring forward, there's something to look forward to on March 10th. Uh, fire departments, by the way, are recommending this is a good time of year to change the batteries in your smoke detectors. No surprise, as you mentioned, America is divided on this issue. Two-thirds of Americans want to stay permanently on daylight saving time, and then about a third, they don't want to change at all, or if they do, yeah, those are the people st- that also like Hamas. Jesus Christ. They're called terrorists. Just say it out loud. Those are the third that want to go back to masking and social distancing and keeping the kids home from schools. <laughs> we, uh, we get it. We get it. <laughs> Time. America started this, by the way, back on World War One, more than 100 years ago. It was a way they thought then to really save on energy. And then Congress made it an official policy back in 1966. Supporters say that the extra daylight. 66, man, I'm telling you, there was some little coup d'etat there in the early 60s. And then they did everything they possibly could to institutionalize fuckery on the masses in America. Wow, maybe this is the fuck with us. It totally is the fuck with us, man. You gotta twice a year throw people off whack, and especially now, right? Just... Heading into the flu season, everyone's got their flu shots. Let's jack up their systems by uh, throwing off their sleep patterns, too. Just change it an hour. That's crazy. Man, everything everything messed up in our culture started in the 60s, I'm telling you right now. Like, it makes no sense, and it's, like, such a subtle change that you don't think twice about it, but it probably fucks you up so much mentally. And over a slow amount of time, like, it's probably not immediate, but over the course of a week or two, probably starts to hit you in little ways, man. Because then every four years, you're adding a day. Well, we got leap year year coming up. Well, they already messed us up by changing the calendar. The calendar's supposed to be based off the moon cycles. It's supposed to be 13 months and 28 days. Wow, yeah. So they took away a month from us. They added all these bizarre 31 days here, and originally New Year's, April 1st. That's why it's April Fool's Day now. I wonder if that's better because... I can't decide if that's better or worse, because you don't have to pay your employees the extra month, but you also get one less month of income. And also, there must be, again, some element of circadian fuckery, like they're talking about here with just even the time change slightly. If we were supposed to be operating on a 13-month, 28-day cycle, well, everyone's birthday's out of whack now. That's number one. <laughs> Who knows when anyone's born, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know how that worked, but I think I'm younger. Is my hair coming back? It is, and I <laughs> I just de-aged 10 years. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, you look 12. <laughs> Damn it.
Back to getting carded every day. No! <laughs> oh, man. I still live in a world where I do get the carding from time to time. Makes me feel good. I, you know, when you're older, you like getting carded. When you're younger, it's mm. such a drag getting carded everywhere you go. I don't think I've been carded in 10 years. See, in the... <laughs> that's the problem. People aren't nice where you are. Yeah. If, yeah. if you're a good server or a good bartender, you ask to see the ID because they look so young. Give right. them a, butter them up. Give them a little compliment to start the interaction. You're right. Yeah, no, they always look at me and just, no, you're good. All right, old timer, here you go. Yeah. Don't even take out the wallet. Just, here's your booze. I always figure the hairline is better than a picture ID. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, the days of the lady fellas must just destroy so many bartenders out there, especially in the dark rooms, and then you ask to see the ID, and you know what I'm saying? Do the lady fellas, do they... <laughs> you, like, you know what I'm saying here? It looks like a lady, but then the picture is just like, it's like Kevin. <laughs> yeah, dude with a mustache. He's bald. You know, it looks like a 45-year-old, like, construction worker, right? And then, like, yeah. you see this dolled-up lady fellow, right? Dylan Mulvaney in front of you, and you're like, oh, man. Oh, no. This is... <laughs> you, you probably don't just know. don't card. You just give it back to him, like, all right, here you go. I feel like you spend enough time in those places. You can, you start to get used to seeing people in that light, and you can judge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you get to know people, definitely. I don't know. I've always said, man, I've I, I, I've yet to be fooled by a lady fella. Well, so well, you haven't been to Thailand. I think if you go to Thailand, probably that's yeah. where you know those Asian countries. Look at look at BTO that uh, Korean boy right. band. I mean, right. I still see them nowadays, and I I have a hard time discerning which one's a man and which one's a female. I, and I'm shocked to uh, learn every time they're all men. It blows my mind. I like swear to God, there's at least two. Two to three females in that group. How many times have I said it? I want them as my roommate in prison. Yes, I want to be the alpha. So. <laughs> <laughs> the PTO fellows. What happened to those guys? They were a major sensation there for quite some time, and now it seems like they've almost disappeared. No, nah, I bet you they're still a thing in Asia. I'm not really up on Asian pop culture. You got to... Brush yourself up, my yeah. man. You know who's huge yeah. in the Asian uh, culture, or at least Japan, is the Weezer. No, really? Weezer is one of the biggest rock and roll bands in Japan of all time. No way. Yes, they have a massive following in Japan. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Japan And, like, Japanese women love Weezer. Do they really? Oh, uh. yeah, dude. And speaking of Weezer and the 90s-era music... Big tours kicking off this year, heading into 2024. Here in Denver, we have Green Day with Smashing Pumpkins performing uh, at Coors Field, man. Yeah. You stole my thunder. I literally have a Green Day song for the break because I was going to tell you, they're coming to Wrigley Field. They're playing Coors. They're doing all the baseball stuff. So <laughs> this is interesting. So Green Day is the... Are they the first 90s band to reach Bruce Springsteen status where they're just playing baseball stadiums now? Maybe. Dude, it's expensive. Very expensive. Fuck, oh, yeah. they're making money on this tour. They're cashing it in Taylor Swift style. No doubt Man. about it. I mean, Taylor Swift became a 
billionaire, a literal billionaire this year because of her massive tour. And I can speak for uh, Denver. I mean, I think she did two or three nights at like a grand a piece per ticket. Wow. I think, you know, though, I think we got to start putting asterisks next to everybody that made it to billionaire before COVID. Because now our dollar is worth nothing. And people just spend it like it's nothing. So it's like not even impressive to be a billionaire at this point. You know? That's a good call. Yeah, I guess you're right. I I never really thought of it. Um there's dad, another Dad was Dad was telling me about when he bought his first house. Oh yeah. And he was like, Yeah, we we were mad because we couldn't qualify because we made too much money. We couldn't qualify for this one government thing because uh we were making twenty five thousand a year together. Together, household income twenty five thousand. <laughs> and they were able to buy a house. That's incredible. They were able to buy a house, and actually, they made too much money to qualify for like the government help or whatever it was. Amazing, man. Yeah, well, different times, dude. I mean, our dollar went further. You know, we were getting paid. I guess relative to what things cost now it's just i mean the mcdonald's employee make 20 dollars an hour what did they just agree with the auto workers man they they get now the auto workers are going to work four days a week and get paid like 30 dollars an hour and all this like crazy stuff like i think it was a half a million a year four day work week (laughs) it's just (laughs) come on yeah and if you have a kid you get five years off to raise it i don't know it's insanity I can't believe what's going on with the demand for pay. The the more we demand the money and the the cutting of the checks, the further the prices are going to go up on everything around us. Dude, this guy, he was going to come help Uncle Guy, and now, you know what he's paying, guys? Just basic labor, come work for a day? 170 Wow, are you talking construction, contracting, or is this landscaping? I'm good, God, man, this is landscaping. All right, I just had to make sure. The man mingles with a lot of, <laughs> a lot of focal. Yeah, just to go be a, you know, just to go cut grass, $170 a day minimum. That's pretty Something wild, about. because I do recall about 20 to 30 years ago, these guys were making about 50 bucks. That's what you started them at, 50, 60? Cash. You worked your way up. If you were really good, you'd get to 100 if you were a driver. Wow, this is pretty crazy. And, I mean, are these migrants here to work, or are they just here to create some jihad on the American public? Because <laughs> I got to say, they don't look like they're here to work for the most part. They're just, like, I tell you what, camping man, I go out. to these Home Depot. The parking lot is filled. Some of these guys, you can tell, are actually trying to work. A lot of them seem like they're just kind of hanging out with their buddies. Yes. They seem like they're hanging out looking for freebies. It's really what it feels yeah. like. Uh, well, we do have a huge crisis here in Denver with the migrants. It's, it's becoming a, an obvious and overwhelming problem for everybody. And we know, famously, New York, they're so overrun with the migrants. They're, just, they're out of vacancy. I mean, it's crazy. There's you know, not a single place where these migrants can go. It's so bad in New York, that Mayor Adams, he was on a flight to go lead or be a part of a 
meeting of leaders around the country who are struggling to contain this migrant situation. I can only presume uh, Johnson from Chicago must have been on his way there. <laughs> I, yeah. I could guess our guy here, Johnston, may have been on his way there. Uh, no relation. And so I think that uh, it's important to just kind of uh, see that this is a huge problem. We got to gather all these mayors from all these major cities, bring them together, and uh, figure out a solution. And it's important that Mayor Adams is there to, uh, you know, take the charge. Following breaking news, police tell us the FBI is searching the home of a top fundraiser for New York Mayor Eric Adams. Earlier, no, we told you the no, mayor suddenly no. canceled his trip to Washington, D.C. We don't know if this raid is connected, but eyewitness news reporter Darla Miles is in the newsroom following the latest developments. Darla. Uh, David, this is what we know right now. FBI agents are searching the home of Mayor Adams' chief fundraiser, Brianna Suggs, in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Now, agents have been at that home on Lincoln Place since this morning. The rain raid comes as Mayor Adams abruptly canceled a trip to D.C. today to meet with other major city leaders on ways to tackle the migrant crisis. <laughs> According to the New York Times, Suggs is a major player in Mayor Adams' fundraising efforts, which has already raised more than $2.5 million for a 2025 re-election campaign. Right now, we're reaching out to the mayor's office for a comment. All right, it's, uh, it cuts mm, off there. Only one answer, Frank. I can only think of one answer here. FBI is racist. This is clearly yeah, a yeah, racist attack absolutely. on a black political leader. It's a witch hunt. Yeah. So we're witnessing That's here. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Dude. <laughs> Adams, can it get any worse, man? Like, the migrant crisis, number one, your fault. You declared yourself a sanctuary city. Yeah, you invited them. You now said, they're here. You what said, come on. <laughs> That's number one. That is my number one issue with, America, uh, with Eric Adams. And number two is, you're on this flight. He posted this thing on, like, TikTok or Instagram of him, you know. Like, you know, we're on our way to solve the crisis. And then breaking <laughs> breaking news comes out that the FBI is raiding your top donor and fundraiser. Oh, no, I got another crisis. <laughs> and it has ties to, like, Turkey, Turkaye. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, there's international action going on here. It's really weird. With the Democrats and Republicans, I'm sure it's both sides, but... Lately, they seem to be getting caught up in a lot of shady business dealings going on with the folks over in the European Middle East sector. Yeah, kind of. And when you start to learn who's buying off who, kind of makes sense why you guys are pushing certain policies. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, well, I find this stuff so funny. Uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, Mary Eric Adams, man. Sorry. Hey, uh, good luck. You know, uh, he's he's going to go through this whole deal. It's New York. It's politics. They're as corrupt as Chicago, right? I feel like everything's corrupted at this point. So uh, he'll probably get away with it, sweep it under the rug. A year from now, he'll write a book and be on Bill Maher, and they'll be yucking it up like they're best <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it always goes down with these dudes. <laughs> the way Cuomo sat there, so smug, with this woman defending him and how he's not a rapist. Like, dude, I, I don't know. 
Cuomo believes he's a hero. (laughs) It's insane to see him and his confidence. To think, how do you go around not understanding that most people know that he killed tens of thousands of elderly in his decision to lock them down in their nursing homes? He killed them. I don't even remember what his defense was for that. It made no sense. No, there is no defense. He he fucked up. It was a horrible mess up. And then he wrote a book on how awesome he was and how incredible his decisions were, even though he may have killed tens of thousands of people. In the middle of the crisis. That was so funny. You know, he I've was going to be president. And so I've been weighing this in my mind for some time now. What to you is the moment that the true crisis was over in most people's mind. In most people? Yes. Overwhelmingly, when the public decided, I'm done with this. Because I've been going back and forth in my head. I think when they called for the third shot, that was when most people just stopped. Because up until that point, people were even pushing, like, well, yeah, if you're not... I remember mom and dad, like, telling me, well, like, yeah, if you're not vaccinated, you shouldn't be allowed in the establishment. <laughs> That's right, man. You know? Yeah. So, so like, even after the vaccines were available, people were still on that team until... So you're... Then you're saying the crisis to a majority of people extends well... Towards the end of 2021, maybe even into 2022? Oh, yeah, because early 2022 is when they, like, they were, that was when they started to push for not only, a, that was when they were going to say your Vax passport was no good unless you had the third shot. Right. And that's when, that's when everything just fell off a cliff. All their support for the Democratic politicians, Lori Lightfoot. Everybody, you know, remember there was that whole thing in 22 where, I mean, they were talking about not coming back to school in fall of 22. And half the country was like, you're not in school yet? (laughs) (laughs) I think that was a huge eye opener was that, yeah, probably 2022. All right. That's wild stuff, man. Honestly. It's hard to think about, man. They really fucked with time. That's why I know the kids. When you tell me kids are fucked up, yeah. I, I was 30 something. I don't even remember how old I was when it. You know what I mean? You guys fucked with my time. It's, you fucked with everybody. Absolutely. No, I'm telling you, the time warp is real. I've been really thinking about it a lot here as we're heading into this next election. How we went through a minor moment there. We played several clips. They brought back Fauci for two, three weeks there. And they they legitimately tried tried to bring back COVID. I mean, we did several Good Morning America clips, Today Show, all these 
programs that are geared towards all the old folks sitting at home during the daytime. They tried to get everybody riled up and scared from COVID again and these new variants. They remember, it was hilarious. They were they were like shouting out three variants of variants at the same time. <laughs> now it's gone. Yeah. Nothing happened. They can't seem to push COVID anymore. Well, you know, yeah, that's why there's no variant because nobody got the shot. So did you see the news about that? Uh, less than 2% of Americans got the booster. Boost! And that's why there's no variant, man. You were right. For, for those that don't know, Frank, before COVID ever came out, Frank said that the flu every year comes around because people take the flu shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I think you're right. I think you're right. I I believe that's what... uh what happens and that's why we didn't get the new covid 2 electric boogaloo i don't think they can do it again i almost think there's no flu currently as well i know nobody that went and got the flu shot or almost nobody and it seems like people have awoken to the fact that the government might just be making us sick all the time look at what's in our food in our water you know, they put so much shit in our water, and then, you know me, I love the chemtrails, they're spraying the skies. I mean, it just kind of seems like with every element of life, there's just some poisoning going on. No, did you see that thing? It was going around to Joe Rogan. It's a crazy... I forgot what country did it. There was a country where they offered just whoever wants, a chi- who wants chickens, they'll give you three chickens, right? Oh yeah, and, the, and then it was, and like they 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 discovered that if one out of three households had chickens, you would you would pretty much eliminate. I think they said something like eighty ninety percent of our waste that goes into landfill. Not only that, you would have free eggs for the, all the communities. Wow, you know, and it's one of those things where really think about what we're doing. Me and you, we're taking our food waste and shit putting in a garbage, sending it off to a landfill. And then in the meantime, you have a company that's like taking some scraps or whatever, putting it together so that they can sell food as chicken feed to these chickens. You know what I mean? It's like so much waste is going, being, it's just, yeah, dude. just producing waste. It'd be a lot better to do everything. And I'm really big on this. You should go to, a, you should go live in a small community and just, if you could take money from the big city and just keep investing it in your small community. That's the secret, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I got neighbors. They do the chicken thing. They hand out the eggs to everybody in the, on the block, and uh, it's wonderful. We, in our home, had overabundance of vegetables, and we're spreading the love to the neighbors, handing out the tomatoes and the cucumbers and everything, you know? Uh, growing yeah. your own stuff and doing your own thing. It's where it's at, and it... It's how you bring on the brotherly love and the neighborly love. And, you know, I, there's also, there's just an elevated health element to I grew it or I have these animals in my yard with these eggs. So instead of going out and getting the cheeseburger down the street over at McDonald's or Burger King, I'm going to hang out at home and cook myself a meal. Yeah. Rather than let that go to waste, right? Yeah, like when Noda talks about when she was a kid, it was like, you know, those... They're living on the farm, and it's like, they didn't have the garbage man come and stuff. It was, everything got used, <laughs> you know? And Absolutely. then they, 
they only went to the to the city or whatever when they had excess, and then they were there to sell shit. That's you know crazy. I mean? kinda, yeah, man. Think think about that. Like, that's weird. I don't know. Well, it's wild stuff. Um, but you know, we're better off these days, right? With our technology and the yeah. abundance of food at these stores. I love getting my Colombian <laughs> apples and my Venezuelan <laughs> leaf lettuce. <laughs> Now we have landfills filled with shit, chickens eating unnatural food that we're then ingesting. That's you right. Know, it's like, in the end, it's like, it's just so much worse for everybody. And then those same people are like, well, we got to save the planet. That's right, and man. We got sa- to save it from you. Yeah, we got to get back to uh, local sustaining. Uh, I got to say, when I go to the grocery store these days, the produce, there's something up with it. I, I'm... I guarantee Bill Gates is injecting everything with mRNA vaccines at this point because <laughs> it just feels that way. Everything just tastes gross at all. It's all genetically modified and all this stuff. Uh, you don't, know, don't don't you think we would all be better if we went back to a time where, listen, orange season is these two months. You're gonna have great tasting oranges. That's right. But it's only gonna be for these two months. Yeah, man. And right instead of we're gonna freeze a year's supply and then no matter where you go that that orange is a year old but you can get it anytime you know i don't know yeah i'm not really into this uh mass produced easily readily available world global based you know food market man it's just not tasting good and it doesn't feel right and we should probably be honing it back in and you know looking local but it's hard it's you know it's hard to get stuff local you know really where is. where it's cheap affordable uh you know available it's just uh not everyone could do it so we need the mass produce stuff um <clears throat> it's because it used to be like farms around cities but now those farms it's all suburbs <laughs> it's all burbs man well uh we're all wrapped up in election talk now i feel like we're heading into it we have our local election here that we're voting on some important issues in Colorado, Proposition H, H, and several other uh, uh, laws. That for that heroin? Are you guys legalizing heroin? We are, heroin? yeah. We're doing the heroin dance here. Uh, <laughs> we figured shrooms was not enough. <laughs> well, we did the shrooms, but now we got to get even higher. You know, we're chasing that dragon, baby. <laughs> well, there is... There is an election in 2024 that is uh, happening, and there are people out there other than Trump and Biden vying for people's attention for it. And there was, did you know another Republican debate last night? Or this weekend? (laughs) Friday? Yes, there was a third one. (laughs) I'm assuming Trump was not there because I didn't hear about it. He was not there. And uh, we have not covered any of these, but I saw a little bit of um, Chris Crispy trying to do a little speech action at this debate. And he was getting heckled like none other by the crowd. And I think he figured it's the third debate. I'm toast. I'm just going to... I'm just going <laughs> to give it back at him. Uh, did he eat himself? Oh, no, good. Yeah, he fr- he brought out a bucket of uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> All right, here we go. Extra crispy. I mean, crispy. This is from the debate, I believe. Uh, I thought this was absolutely hilarious. This is Chris Crispy yelling at the mega crowd. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it feels like home. Thank you all very much. <laughs> They're booing him like crazy. Let me, 
Let me first thank the chairman and everyone here. Yep. Look. That, what a shock you're for Trump. I'm going to fall over dead. <laughs> now look. Now look. Every one of those boos, every one of those catcalls, every one of those yells will not keep it. Yes, sure. <laughs> will not solve one problem we face in this country will not stop and will and will not and and will not make this country better your anger your anger your anger against the truth is reprehensible oh yeah they got to him. You can uh, I just know, see I know. When you it. think about the problem. He's also red-faced at this point and just, like, kind of smiling like it's over. The entire campaign is done right here. Get this guy a when donut. When you think about the pro <laughs> problems that our country... You know who I really feel world. bad in this situation? The first Krispy Kreme on his way home. Oh, he is man. going to demolish it. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to barge in there like the fucking Kool-Aid man. <laughs> I imagine he has like a bucket of KFC just waiting for him in the limo there. You think so? He seems like more of a sugar guy. I, I go I, I right. him for a donut guy. Yeah, he is a he is a sugar guy. He does have this. <laughs> looks like a man with a sweet tooth. No doubt. Facing when you think about that. Like he had the this... stomach surgery and now he's fatter than ever. Wow, he but had it? He... the Al Roker uh, surgery. Yeah, remember he went skinny for a month. I'd... <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that was like it was like August of 2022. I think was uh, the month that uh, no. he was skinny, and then he got fat again. No, I do not remember this at all. I don't. I don't think it. He must have taken Ozempic or something. There's no way. No, no. he did this stuff, dude. I swear to God, he just like came back from Michigan one day, and he was like skinny, and everybody was like, "What's going on?" And then he just gained it right back. He had the the stomach staple. Wow, yeah, he definitely is proof that if you don't change your habits, you're just going to be fat. That's what's going to happen. You can't, there's no easy road. There's no quick fix. You got you to gotta change the habit. Oh, crispy, man. I had no idea. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. This did not age well. Holy shit. Dude, this is so funny. The story I'm talking about is, is from 2021. Wow. Right? Yeah, man. That was uh, so 2000 in November 2021. He was attacking his critics who said something about him doing the weight loss surgery. But this is an article, NBC, from February of 2014, where uh, they Chris Christie is cheered as a weight loss champion. Oh, god, <laughs> he's, he's on his path of losing weight. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Quoted as saying, skinnier, but still not skinny. No. No. Oh, That's God. 10 years ago, dude. And then in 21, he had, or it was 20 or 21, he had the surgery. I think it was after he lost the primary. That was only a couple of years ago. Oh, right? Dude, you got to see it. That guy fluctuated more than Oprah. Oh, Holy man. He just shit. kept eating and eating. Uh, I, I'm going to uh, go with uh, fried chicken, but I like your idea that he's a sweet tooth fella. Uh, should we do a little more of him getting heckled? It's, sorry, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. This type of pettiness, this type of pettiness 
is beneath, beneath the process of electing a president. Yeah. And, and as people, and as people watch today, as people watch today, if your arguments are so strong, if your arguments are so great and mine are so bad, then just keep quiet. Let me make my awful arguments and then you can just reject them out of hand. But the problem is, the problem is, the problem is you fear the truth. I cut it there. Uh, I just thought that was absolutely hilarious. Uh, Chris Crispy laying it on thick and heavy as he always does, and I that was perfect. I I find him funny. Mm. <clears throat> I gotta tell you, he's been he's been on a lot of shows and caught on the campaign trail eating a lot of donuts. Wow, he's a donut yes. man. We have the proof. All right, I knew it, man. Yes. And he even uh, goes by Christy, Cre- Christy Cream. Oh, that's so gross. Christy Cream. Yeah. Oh, man. Gross. There's a lot of gross uh, innuendos that could be used there, and I'm sure he, <laughs> I'm sure he's utilized those... That nickname in several scenarios, potentially on the Lolita Express, right? I can only uh, presume. Like, with guys like Chris Christie, like, at what point do we just call the primary a time to launder money? That's what he's doing, dude. Yeah, Isn't that what they're all doing? Like, Absolutely. It's just, we're laundering money out in the open. Here we go. That's what's going on here. I don't think anyone there is genuinely running for president, right? Well, that's why the Democrats don't need a primary. They have Ukraine. Yes. <laughs> Republicans, you just need a country. Well, they might have it. We have this Israeli conflict, which could be a war for a long time, right? So the, that could be a you cash cow. to launder through the Jews? They take a bigger cut oh, than the Oh, yeah, wow. That's right. I didn't even think about it. How's Kanye doing? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. <laughs>